0: Welcome back to another episode of the Sunday Porch Podcast. Today is a very special guest episode. We're joined by our first guest in uh, podcast history, uh, Robert Meyer. Robert Meyer is a software engineer and a current freshman at Clarkson University.
1: Welcome aboard, sir.
0: Feel free to introduce yourself.
2: Uh, I'm actually not a software engineer. I'm a mechanical engineer.
0: Yeah, tomatoes, tomatoes. I'm from
2: Long Island.
0: (laughs) What part of Long Island?
2: Uh, Suffolk area.
0: Word. What's your address?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm still learning that, actually. Um, I'll get back to you on that one. Okay, excellent.
1: So, Rob, um, tell us a little bit about yourself. What's your background? Uh, How did you kind of end up where you ended up? Um, Just kind of your stats, I guess
2: mm-hmm uh well i grew up on long island uh my hobbies are like i like to like bake i like to play tennis baseball um
0: nice what's your zodiac sign i
2: think it's a leo yeah you oh, look right
0: like now. a leo yeah i could see that
2: i look like a lion yeah
0: for those of you listening at home rob looks like a lion
1: Uh, yeah i tried to deadpan with a glass of water My so you said crying. did you say one of your hobbies is you like to bake yeah tell us What's about that what baked? are you i mean what are you allowed to tell us about what you're you're cooking specifically mm-hmm.
2: i like to bake macaroons creme brulee Ooh. Silence.
1: Whoa. nice
0: Probably excited about the prospect of, of a little frat house kitchen in your future. Yeah, Rob?
2: Yeah, I'm actually cooking tomorrow. Oh.
1: What are you making? What are you cooking?
2: We're just uh, making macaroons, and tonight we make baked ziti and garlic bread for the brothers. <laughs>
1: nice. That's fantastic. Baked ziti yeah, is a great way good. to uh, <laughs> to bring, bring everybody together, you know?
0: Yeah. My favorite part about baked ziti... Is the regret I feel in the morning after I sneak downstairs at 4 a.m. and need about three pounds of it cold with my hands?
1: That's the key. One time, I I won't, it wasn't me, but I heard that someone might have gone down really early in the morning and actually just put their hand right in the fridge and just took a handful of it and ate it. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) I heard that too. Uh, how are you liking Clarkson so far, Rob?
2: Uh, it's cold. Yeah. It's really cold. Um, it's stressful at times.
0: Mm-hmm. What kind of classes Rock. are you uh, taking? Yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm taking Calc 2, Physics 1, uh, Chem 2, some comic books class. Whoa. And that's it.
0: So I, I, I guess it would be beneficial for, for me and Will, as as well as for our listeners, to hear a little bit about the decisions that you made to uh, to kind of lead up to where you are in your career right now. Like what brought you to the field of mechanical engineering and what are your goals post-graduation? I guess, I guess maybe if you could begin like five years in the past and end on your five-year plan for the future would be great.
1: Right. And um, uh, tell, tell this like you were pitching us a movie script kind of. It's how I like to think of it. Because, as we like like to say, life do be like a movie sometimes.
2: Do be like that. Sometimes. Uh, well, I guess a few years ago, uh, my parents, like, worked on a particle accelerator and I really liked, like, (sighs) working on the mechanics of that. Um, I always like to build stuff, help build my, like, sheds in my backyard and stuff, uh got to meet a lot of engineers from like where my parents work and probably going to go work there after because oh, i would be the third generation there if i did work there and they're currently building a new particle accelerator uh where my parents are working all right so can are we talk about this yeah yeah i would, yeah, I would, yeah, I would love to talk about
1: this what what is a what is that because i don't i have no idea what a particle accelerator is
2: uh, basically you take like two ions and like you spin them at like 99% of the speed of light and then they smack together making like a small black hole and you basically just get a bunch of data and you can use it for like medical research.
0: Are you familiar with uh you know with CERN? C-E-R-N? Yeah. Yeah I know that they're 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 like leading edge particle accelerator research. Do your parents by chance work with CERN?
2: Uh, no, they work at, at Brookhaven National Laboratory. Well, they used to. They're retired now.
0: Where is that located? Long Island. Interesting.
2: So wait, You know so that how there's, it, a,
0: there's a pretty large contingent of, of the population that believes that the particle accelerators are responsible for a growing number of phenomenon from UFOs all the way to demons
2: and demonic possession.
1: Yeah, can you confirm or deny I'm any not. of those conspiracies?
2: Uh, I can probably deny. I don't know how they would get to UFOs by particle accelerators or demons. Uh, so so just I think smacking that. Smacking atoms together. <laughs> what if they. The theory
0: <laughs> is, is that it, it, uh, it, it, it kind of unintentionally opens up a little bit of a gateway and allows the free roam of interdimensional beings to go across our own plane. What do you think?
2: I've, I've never heard of this conspiracy theory mm. at all. It's actually interesting well, to hear about. You it know, is interesting. And we, we, we don't like to about use it. the
0: term conspiracy theory because it's, it's just kind of like ableist. A lot of conspiracy theories turn Indeed. out to be.
1: Wait, so how is it? But, um, so you said, you said they smack two. I just want to go into this a little more. They smack two particles together and it opens up like a mini black hole. So, like, how would that be used for medical yeah. research?
2: Um, I think a lot of it would be used for, like, um, was it? I know I, a lot of cancer research, um, like, for, like, most of the cancer research I'm pretty, pretty sure it's used for. But they have another building that, like, I know it was in test trials. They have, like, pills that could, like, eat cancer. I don't know if that's still in trial or, they discontinued it, but do where that's going
0: that's super
1: interesting yeah that's fascinating uh, um another conspiracy i would like to go into or theory i should say i'm sorry to be ableist but um <laughs> so you're from long island are you familiar with the um the montauk project at all
2: um it sounds familiar uh, can you explain it a little
1: bit? Yeah, so on Long Island, um, I don't know where Montauk is. I'm pretty sure that's. Have you heard of that? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So apparently there was like, um, Connor, could you actually look this up? But I'm I'm pretty sure if there was like a there's like a government research facility there, um, and there's a lot of like uh like people who have theories about certain things that were conducted there. Um, so I was just wondering if you knew anything about that.
0: So. Just to give a little bit deeper origin about the montauk project, it started like earlier in like 1980s basically where uh, this this guy, this doctor Preston Nichols had basically claimed that he was abducted to, to continue his participation in this alien project where there was like these repressed memories. So he's got degrees in Paris, psychology, psychology, and and a degree in electrical engineering. He's written a series of books known as the Montauk Project series where he's just like basically talking about the alleged activities that went down on Montauk Point. So like he centers on topics. Including the United States government and military experiments in fields such as time travel, teleportation, mind control, contact with extraterrestrial life, and staging the faked Apollo moon landings, framed as developments which followed the 1943 Philadelphia experiment. If you're familiar, now I first heard of this guy when he published his 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 works on like the faked Apollo moon landings because that's that's one thing that I think. It has It's been interesting to see how the public's point of view on, on that situation has changed from like people being like, "Of course we went to the moon. Why, why would we fake that to mo- mo- most people nowadays being like, well, it makes sense that, that we needed to fake a story that we went to the moon. We, we were in a, in a very tricky situation with Russia where we kind of needed to show our not only our military prowess, but our intellectual might as well. And um, I, I, I think that the means were definitely there. And I think that the incentive was definitely there for for our government to, you know, stage the Apollo moon landings. I, I don't think that that's very outlandish of a claim to to assume that at least the first one w- was not, you know, at all genuine. Hmm.
2: I think I have heard of the Montauk thing, but not very much about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, i never really looked into it, because I've never really like been like, oh, this is pretty cool. But I guess I'll look into it more. But I know the um, one of the Nikola Tesla build- buildings is close to where my parents worked on the Island. Cool. And what did... I'm interested... Yeah, you yeah, go ahead.
1: Wait, what did Nikola Tesla do again? It was the... What is that called?
2: It was like the big, like, wireless, like, Electricity?
1: No, like what the is the name cars. of the, the thing? The it's spinny Tesla electricity oil. thing. Okay, yeah. yeah. Tesla coil? Yeah, gold like...
0: <laughs> Spun around really fast. <laughs> Nikola Tesla is a lot like Iron Man. Right? That's true. Mm-hmm. People
2: say that.
1: Robert, are you into... Said, a...
2: How is he like Iron Man?
1: Because are you a big the movie guy at all?
2: Yeah, I'm a big movie guy.
0: What's what? your favorite superhero? Uh, Thor. Why? I can tell.
2: I don't know. I just think that, like, lightning's cool.
0: What do you think What do you think our favorite superheroes are,
2: respectively? You think yours are?
0: What do you think mine who,
1: is? Who would we be if we were superheroes? Or yeah. villains? Marvel Universe, yeah. MCU.
2: Yeah. Uh, I don't really know Uh,
1: Rob, we're risking our lives every time we broadcast on this podcast So please have an answer
2: (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry Uh, I feel like one of you might be like Spider-Man And the other one might be like Hulk (laughs) (laughs)
1: Spider-Man Interesting. It is an interesting choice. You know, I've seen Spider-Man around Potsdam a few times. I'll visit mm-hmm. there every now and yep. again. Yeah, yep. talk to uh, um, talk to uh, Michael Tamlin about that. Oh no. Michael <laughs>
2: Tamlin?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: You're gonna have to ask him.
2: <laughs> What's the scariest oh, do that. thing
0: that's happened to you since you've moved to Potsdam?
1: Oh, that's a good one.
2: The scariest thing. Um, I don't know, really. Like, oh yeah, actually, I do. One one of the nights, me and my friends watched a horror movie, and then decided to go into the back forty, and walk around in the middle of like the dark at like two in the morning, and like we heard like some random people like singing. And like we tried to like follow it, and like there was no one in the forest with us. Whoa.
1: So what you're saying is lush. you went into the forest and you heard like human voices. Did they tell you like yeah. do, what, were they saying like trying to get you to come follow them, or you just were walking? No, no. That?
2: They like there was just like 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 we were just like walking around, and then we just heard like like not it wasn't a bunch of people. It was like one person like like humming a melody. Whoa. And then we kind of just like wanted to go see what it was and we didn't want to get lost it was like three in the morning so we decided to like head back but like all of us heard it
1: do you think it could have been a <laughs> cryptid
2: i have no idea what it was we were kind of like freaked out about it so we kind of just like left
1: that's
0: interesting could you tell with male or female female yeah whoa it's kind of scary. That's a pretty scary thing to happen.
1: Is that the scariest yeah, thing that's ever happened to
2: it? you? Um Yeah, probably. I don't think anything else could really like top that. Yeah, that's pretty scary. I know I've had like I guess you can say like angel encounter.
1: Please elaborate.
2: elaborate. <laughs> okay. It was like a few years ago and me and my dad were going shopping for my grandma because it was her birthday. And we were in some—we were in like one of the malls near uh, where she lived in a nursing home. And we were shopping, finding some blouses. And we were, got online to leave. And we were online. There about five people in front of us. And this cashier walked out of nowhere. And she was like, we'll take you. Like, she pointed to us, like, there's like, five people in front of us. We are like, we were fine with it. Like, okay, we get to leave earlier and go home. So then we get up there. We start talking to our older woman. And she was, like, having casual, like, like, cashier talk. And then she was, like, talking about colors and stuff and, like, what they mean. And at the time, I think I was wearing, like, green. And she was, like, talking about how, like, if you, you can't, like, overpower colors. And then she pauses and stares at us and goes someone recently passed away in your family? And me and my dad both looked at each other and were like, yeah, about a month ago, my grandpa passed away. And we didn't say that. Like, we knew, we were, like, thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And she goes, was, was it, like, a grandma or grandpa that passed away? And we were like, yeah, he just recently passed. And she goes, he's Okay. He's watching over your grandma at the nursing home, and so was your other past relatives. Hmm. Wow, and it was basically like really nice, so knowing that she was like gonna be okay, and while we were talking to her, like we couldn't look away, and like everything around us was like white. Interesting. And we couldn't. So then, like a few minutes after like talking with her, we kind of like snap out of it, and like the music that we were like listening to like in the mall was in the the exact same position as it was when we like started talking to her but we felt like we were talking to her for like 30 to 45 minutes Hmm. and then we kind of like snapped out of it said our goodbyes and then we start walking away and we turn around and she's gone whoa
1: that's fascinating
0: yeah it's a cool story it's always it's always a little bit of a breath of fresh air to hear a story from somebody that's like obviously has paranormal undertones and isn't you know, mal- <laughs> malignant, and <laughs> it's not a, it's like a bad experience.
2: <clears throat> yeah, it was a very interesting experience, and I would definitely want to experience it again.
0: Yeah. Where do you fall on, on like, like the existence of 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 the supernatural, ghosts in particular? I,
2: I believe in it a lot, especially because of that experience. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like hard not to. So I do believe in a decent amount
0: yeah yeah I, I agree I think I, I, I think like the most logical way that I could explain my belief in in stuff that's kind of like outside the realm of, of what is explainable by science is that is that like every human being that walks around is full of this like incalculable power of of will like that's that's kind of what separates man from animal at the end of the day is is our ability to like directly go against our animalistic instincts and and act in service of ourselves over the service of, of others or in service of others over the service of ourselves and it's pretty important to just 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 try to quantify that you know it's it, it's kind of tough for me to sit down and be like, when we die, like when this meatmobile that we're piloting around dies and rots, that pilot is just gone.
2: Yeah have have you any of you had uh, experiences with any of the uh, paranormal?
1: Um, I mean, Connor, you want to answer that first?
0: Yeah, I mean. I, I I guess it depends how deep into it we really want to get. <laughs> like there there's been situations in my life where I've been like, that was weird. That was weird. That like that's something that I can't really explain. And 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 sometimes it's not necessarily like I'm like oh that was a ghost or I was in a haunted house. It's just like or it could even be like a coincidental thing or something weird with physics. Like yo, Will, do you remember when we were at Kitty Hoyne's and the the pen incident? Wait, you got to remind me. So, all right, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure, I'm like 95% sure you were there. I think it was me, you, and Tom. And we're, si- we're sitting at this bar. We had just gotten food. And I took the pen cap off. Like, it was like a, a pen with an end and a top. And I took the top off, signed our bill. And when I, like, as I'm holding the pen in one hand, top in the other, we're all sitting around talking at the table. I go to put the top back on the pen there's already a top covering the pen. So I, I double capped oh, yes. a capped pen after I just signed it. And so we all saw it. It was it was very interesting situation where it was like not like quick 30 second event, not really scary, not really paranormal, but like a little bit of a like a glitch in the matrix that we all observed.
1: Yeah, I can I can 100% confirm that. So I saw you uncapped that pen and then yeah. i looked away and i looked back and it was back but we had another one that was the exact same so there was one pen
0: and then at the end of the day there was two caps right Crazy.
1: one pen oh. two caps explain yeah. that boom
2: weird pen I, I don't even know how that would happen yeah was it the identical same cap as yeah
0: well? yeah totally same cap and it wasn't a situation where it was like, oh, the pen could have been, like, clicked and I signed it and just didn't notice that the cap was on. Because it wasn't one of those kind of pens. Like, it was like a, like a big piece of plastic on there. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah.
2: No, know, I've had some few other, like, paranormal activity, like, stories.
0: Yeah?
2: Yeah, I know one of them. I had a chair in my room. That was, like, empty. There was, like, no clothes on it, no jackets, no nothing. And I'm sleeping, and I wake up, and there's uh, someone sitting in the chair. Mm hmm And, like, I woke up, and I was kind of, like, freaked out. And I was just, like... I'm, like, there's no way my brain's messing with me. There's no way there's someone sitting in that chair right now. So, like, I get up, and I go to the lights, and I flip it on. And I flip on, and it's gone. So I flip it off, and the person's back. And then I flip it on, and then off again goes away and then comes back and then i kind of just like slept the rest of the night with like the lights on
0: huh yeah dude i don't know man i feel like a lot of times like shit just happens and and you can read into it and make yourself go crazy or you can be like well you know what i'm not gonna be able to explain that with the knowledge that i have in my brain right now so i might as well just keep keep on trucking you know yeah so, Rob, would you say that you enjoy winning more or you hate losing more?
2: I would probably say enjoy winning more than losing, but you got to lose, like, to learn something.
0: So, you enjoy winning more than you hate to lose. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good answer. what do you think given given the choice upon a graduation and say say that you have unlimited money and like natural resources where would you like to live on the planet ooh yeah why probably
2: the Netherlands just very beautiful place to be. Very calm. Kind of just like find a nice house somewhere kind of just. Have you ever been? Look at the scenery all the time. Uh, I might Sick. go this summer with one of my Send friends. Send
0: it. The the good good bit of like financial advice that I like to give is like people are always like, oh, I don't want to travel. It's too expensive. Bro, like you can you can take out a credit card like that, and you don't have to pay that shit off at all. Really. Like if you say you rack up like five grand on a Netherlands trip, what do you have to do? Pay $34 a month for the rest of your life. Oh, okay. Oh, well, (laughs) it's not that. Yeah. Oh, you could find $34 on the sidewalk. Yeah, bro. They'll just hand them out. And as long as you don't miss that 30, that $30 payment, you'll have a good credit score too. And you get pre-approved and then you can get like, like you just get another one. And then if you like max max one out, you just get another one. You can do that forever. I yep.
2: guess so. <laughs> I guess so. Mm-hmm. Until it's like, like, until it's like a grand every yeah. month. Yeah.
0: But at that point, like you 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 will be qualified for a credit card that you can use to purchase like Visa gift cards, and then you can turn those into cash, and then so you you use credit to pay off your existing credit debt. A shell game of shorts. And then what you can do is you can, consolid- you can consolidate all of your debt onto your one card that has 0% APY. And then you do that again and do that again. And then eventually you have this insane amount of accrued credit card debt over your entire life, and then you die. And, oh, oh well. <laughs> yep. Yeah. You can do the same thing with bank loans, bro. They give out these oh, extremely high interest loans like candy. It's awesome. Just say
2: so, is that what Okay. What are your um hmm. if you had to leave and get off grid and make and fake your death, what would what would you guys do?
0: yeah i like that one for for me my quick one two step uh first off i would be leaving everything i'm not taking anything with me at all and i'm taking swift measure to dramatically alter my appearance i'm probably completely shaving my head getting a lot of tattoos and i guess end goal would be up north i would like to be in a Alaska, Russia type of place and maybe working on like logging or or like you said, that was a good point, a a job where you don't really have to have that sort of contact with a lot of people and a lot of people don't know you. But from A to B, there's going to be a little bit of a midway point where I'm probably going to need to go south. And I'm going to go further south than... Than Mexico, I would probably say once I'm in this position where I'm shaved head, covered in tattoos, I look a little bit scarier than I normally do. I think I could get away with a little bit of favela living if I really want to hit the Brazil route. And then once I've got my plan, then I'm going to go up north and maybe get on one of those like crab trawlers in uh, Alaska and just, just be a crab guy, you know
1: crab guy's a good one rob what are the top three biggest threats that you think are facing humanity right now and given a position of absolute power how would you solve them in the most efficient and effective way possible
2: Uh, i mean probably world hunger um
1: that is a good one
2: probably like the trash in the oceans and okay really have a third one can't really think of a third one right now
1: you gotta have three
0: for this question yeah you gotta have three Um,
1: good things come in threes
2: um i guess like the political divide maybe i don't really know probably not that actually could Uh,
0: be internal political divide or, or political divide Speaking globally,
2: because uh, I think I think
0: I think international conflict is certainly
2: probably globally. at least the
0: top five.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> and how how would you solve these? So starting with world hunger, world you're hunger, in a position of complete power.
2: Probably like getting all the people that like are like getting food shipped to them to a place where there's like more food, like that can be like given to them, and then maybe get them like to have like more jobs and. Areas open, so they have more food access to them.
1: Mm-hmm. How would you How would you do that specifically?
2: I don't know, like getting like sending, like maybe like buses over or something, or like planes, anything that can get them get all the people like out of the area that they are and bring. Where are
1: you gonna move them though?
2: Uh, don't really know. Haven't thought that plan through yet. I guess like any like open land, maybe like somewhere in like middle of the United States where like not a lot of people live, where like, you can kind of like throw a ton of people into an area and not really affect everyone else around it.
1: Okay, yeah,
0: that's not a not a bad idea. I think I think a lot of food scarcity does come from from location and just difficulty in transportation. Uh, ideally, if everybody lived in concentrated urban environments, there wouldn't be any real issue in transporting food, right? Yes.
1: How would you solve the plastic in the ocean problem?
2: Um, maybe I'd like to
1: because you know a lot of those plastics are are microplastics, so they're small, so small that they can't be filtered out. Yeah. Connor, is that correct? Huh? That's what I heard.
0: Yeah, no, that, that's true. Actually, actually, I saw some statistics
1: where it's like microplastics
0: now occupy 100% of, of the world. Like you can find microscopic bits of plastic from the atmosphere on the summit of Mount Everest and in the deepest, deepest lakes and oceans. And in the blood of, of everybody, also by the way, you have microplastics in your blood right now as a result of. I just want
1: to get them out <laughs> <laughs> as
0: a result of the industrial revolution.
2: I mean, it's for, like, disgusting bigger, to think about. The bigger parts, of, like <clears throat> the bigger piece of plastic, I would definitely like maybe like build like something that could like collect a lot of it and like get it out of the ocean.
1: Like like some some type of Lorax type machine, yeah, yes. that would just go. Like <laughs> all
2: of it, and for the microplastics. Pick it up, pick it all up. Maybe like so what some da, 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 da. sort of like mesh that water can pass through, but can pick up microplastic. So it's like, like <sighs> I think that'd be pretty hard. <laughs> really hard to get rid of. Yeah. <laughs>
1: okay. Problem number three. I think we've done uh, 7.5 out of 10 so far. Yep. Political divide. How are we fixing this?
2: This is a hard one. Uh, I don't really know about this one. I mean, like, maybe we can try to get everyone on the same page, which is, like, really hard to do. Or, like, trying to find, like, things that people, like, agree on and then go off of that. And then try to have, like, everyone, like agree on something that, like, you can start a basis ground to, like, have everyone be on the same page and then tackle the more, like, hard situations, like, as you guys, as, like, everyone is, like, more comfortable with, like, talking about everything.
0: I get that. Like, if you had a gymnasium full of people that were, like, like, they all liked mint chocolate chip ice cream, and you're like, hey, guys, you all like mint chocolate chip ice cream. If you can agree on that, you can agree on everything.
2: Yeah, I mean, you could get like to a certain point where people will get disagree on some things, but like, you have to work past that disagreement to have a bigger purpose. Yeah.
0: and after the fight, if you break break out one of those folding tables with a couple gallons of mint chocolate chip ice cream, like, worlds at your fingertips.
2: Yeah, there's nothing to argue about then.
0: Right? Yeah, just maybe so, maybe who gets the last bite, right, Rob?
1: so to um kind of to bring this all together so uh what we're gonna do is rob you're going to pretend to be the president of the united states um now the situation is that i have just called into your office and um there's a serious nuclear threat russia is about five seconds away from launching an icbm into the sky to drop on northeastern ukraine now connor is going to be vladimir putin and you have two minutes to de-escalate the situation okay now i'll give you 30 seconds to pull up any resources or anything you might need
0: we'll set the timer going right now um so i i guess this this goes without saying rob but i will be speaking to you in russian the entire time Are you ready for that?
2: Um, I mean, I don't know any Russian, so probably not.
1: Okay. Well. C- we can give it a shot here. Yeah. All right, ready? Yep. Bring, 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 bring. <coughs> Pick up. Hello? Mr. President? Yes. I have Vladimir Putin on the line. Um, we have a code black. Uh, ICBM is about to launch. Are you ready to be put through? Uh, yeah. Godspeed, sir. <laughs>
0: All right.
2: Someone get me a translator. I can't understand this guy.
0: Uh, I'm pretty
2: sure he wants to nuke the shit out of us. Um, <laughs> I think we can probably get some- All right, th-
1: let's talk him down. Let's talk him. Don't make him- I will angry. nuke you,
0: American. I will you know, nuke, nuke you, American. Money.
1: Do do he want? doesn't do like swear words.
0: I want your females. Bring me the women and bring me the money. The yes. Women Yours. Where? Yours wh- wh- in particular. You you American. My backyard. Your beard looks silly, American.
2: Throw <laughs> my, my beard.
0: I will nuke you unless you shave.
2: shave? may Yes, shave.
0: Shave right yes, now? Shave. Yes, shave. Yes, shave right now. I don't have anything to you shave, Send me right. video. Ah, you shave with knife. You see Russia. You soft, soft, you silly soft, baby soft American hands. You can't shave. Mr.
1: President, Mr. President, we have NORAD on the line. We have, we have a missile launch in well, my uh, thing is under 30 seconds. I don't think this is going well.
0: inches yes, from the button, butt American. I can taste rush, it. Ready. I can taste your fear. I smell your fear in the air. There's, there's you silly no fear. You yeah, soft, no fear. Pee, your baby, your baby skin hands. We you gotta can't shave your face. Uh oh. We uh-oh. have to find
1: some mint chocolate chip ice cream here. Chocolate we gotta we gotta chocolate we chocolate find
0: chip, <laughs> Whoa. chip. Oh I'm gonna press it. I'm gonna press the button. No, Why no, I'm it's Russian? an
1: analogy. We gotta find I some, mean, some, some mean, common I ground mean, here. Boom,
0: I pressed it. Oh fuck. I Oh, oh my shit. Damn it. <laughs> damn, bro. So So what do you think uh went wrong?
2: Uh I don't know how to speak Russian. Or yeah. know how to translate. Okay. It.
0: Yep. That's important. As uh and I think that that's, that's the situation that we face in real life because I don't think that Joe Biden knows how to speak Russian either. So, like, he would be in a tough situation.
2: <laughs> I would say so, but he has translators. I, I don't.
0: Yeah. So, lim- limited resources for sure is a big one. You should have had at least, at least five men that know Russian sitting around you at a table. Yeah. And probably more than just one flavor of ice cream. Cause like I don't know I don't know if Putin likes likes mint chocolate chip, probably
1: not. Right, you never confirmed with him that he actually liked mint chocolate chip. That's
0: true. That
2: is true.
0: I appreciate the gambling on the flavor, but if I had to guess in Russia, he's probably going with more of just like like a cookie dough. Cause I know I know that like flour and stuff is, is scarce there, and they really enjoy their baked goods. So I think a cookie dough ice cream is is a safe bet for Russia.
2: Cookie dough ice cream. I'll have to uh, think about that next time this situation might come up.
0: Mhm. It might. You never know.
2: Never know.
1: So do you think do you think you can apply um, anything from the scenario we just went through maybe into uh, into your professional or personal life and and what would that be?
2: I mean, to have, like, something prepared at all times and to uh, always have a backup plan if something goes wrong.
1: Yeah. That's good. That's a good one. What do you think
0: is going to be some of the biggest challenges that you face in your furtherment of your educational career there at Clarkson?
2: Probably... Towards the end, like, the harder classes. Maybe finding, like, internships or co-ops. I think that might be a little tough. Mm. Um, I think that's really it so far. I really haven't thought about that far into the future.
0: Yeah. What are your immediate goals for the year? (coughs) Top two.
2: Definitely having maybe a three... Three zero GPA, and to uh, pass all my classes with a B plus or higher.
0: Nice. So that's one
2: goal. And uh, hmm. I don't really know. Maybe, maybe to uh, you said academic or just like goals in general for this. Just, just in your life. Maybe to hike some more mountains. This nice semester. high peaks. High peaks, yep.
0: Yeah, you ever go around? Have you done any yet?
2: Uh, I've done nipple top, giant. Um, I think I, Rocky Ridge Peak, and I think I did one more. That I can't remember right now.
0: Sweet. Have you done those when you were living down in Long Island, or all since you moved no, up it's there?
2: All, all since I've been up here.
0: That's dope, bro. That's a, that's a that's a great, great thing to do. That's a great hobby. I've I've done. I've done 13 myself. I'll definitely, you know, I'll get the 46 ton at some point. That's, that's one thing that I just really enjoy doing at, at any time. Like I, I, I climbed the ampersand solo at the beginning of this summer. That's nice. It's just like a good, like, you know, it's a good way to meditate, kind of just think about life, just do something hard alone. I, I like the outside stuff. I, I camped for two nights in a tent this summer, alone, scared the shit out of myself. <laughs> the first... The, I got really scared. The, fr- the first night, a, uh, a fox had been attacked by coyotes, like, nearby my tent, and if you know what a fox sounds like, yeah. when it's, like, screaming, it sounds like a woman. It sounds like a woman screaming in the forest. So... That happened the first night, and even though I knew exactly what that was, like, I got no sleep. And then the next day, I'm, like, trying to cook a meal over the fire, and I think the fucking Blair Witch is looking at me the whole day. But it's also important to get really scared every now and then. You gotta just get scared. Because then it makes you appreciate the times that you're not that scared, you know?
2: That's true, true. Do you do any more, like, outdoor activities?
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, it's tough now that I'm an adult and I don't have a pair of skis anymore. But I, I used to ski all the time. That was a big one. I like to fish. Caught some big fish in my day. It's
2: the biggest fish. Couple you've
0: caught? of them. Biggest fish I ever caught. Ah, uh, dude, it was probably. It was probably a salmon that I caught in Lake Ontario. It had to be like like twenty eight pounds. That that shit was a monster. Yeah, I ate it in like a week too. Like I caught salmon.
1: I caught a few three hundred pound units up in my time in a uh, pot, Sam, as Jeremy Wade would say. Monsters. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> the size of that monster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you you can add up the weight if there's more than one at one time. That's true general general rule though <laughs> you can get the belt and enjoy it a little bit more
1: That's Rob you like
0: like. Frequenting. Yeah, if
1: up. someone were to say to you there's bad guys everywhere what would you think that person meant?
2: there's bad guys everywhere uh, mm-hmm. no probably with like people with like guns I would think would be the first thing I would think of.
1: Not necessarily. Well,
2: what, would, what would you think if someone said there's bad people everywhere? I don't know. I would think that there's bad people
0: everywhere. There are, right?
1: Would you rather ride on a train, dance in the rain, or feel no pain? And why?
2: Uh we dance in a train.
1: No, no, it's, it's dance in the rain. <laughs> <laughs> the options are dance in the rain, ride on a train, or feel no pain. You said dance on a train. This is yeah. I mean this this is spiraling out of control already, I'll be completely honest with you. Dude, we're not
0: even a third through the podcast tonight man Jesus
2: <laughs> I don't know what to say which one <laughs> I mean, which one which one,
1: which would, one you would you three? pick which one you would you rather do
0: ride I in the said. train dance in the rain or feel no pain
2: <laughs> I don't know probably dance in the rain? Why? That's a good one. I don't know. It doesn't look a good rain. I mean, like.
0: What are some I'm of your to, like go-to dance moves?
2: Go-to dance moves. Uh, I don't really know. I'm not a big dancer. Oh,
1: sometimes you gotta. Sometimes be. you gotta
2: dance. Yeah.
0: Say like you. So I. Right, so here's a scenario for you. You're at a bar in Nashville and they haven't broke out the line dancing lesson yet for everybody, so you don't quite know how to line dance. But the band is playing good dancing covers, right? They're doing John Party, Dirt on My Boots. And right as it gets to the part where everybody's stomping and he says, like, I I got a little dirt on my boots, right? And this this really attractive lady points to you, Rob, and she's like she's like, "Hi, I really Rob. Want you to, to dance the dust right off them tonight with me." And she points to you, hits you with the lasso. You bring oh. you in, you're doing some nice like shoulder movement, you're getting yeah. tossed in, and then everybody's looking at you. What are you breaking out? What are you doing? What what are you doing? Because so, yeah. this is an important dance move, because the first move that you pick, is th- that's going to be the deciding factor on whether you seal the deal with the really hot Nashville chick and everybody thinks you're cool, or it's kind of just like a weird cringe moment that you- you'd rather forget for the rest of your life.
1: One shot, I one kill.
2: It, I think it would Yo. probably end up to be like a cringe moment and then probably regret it for the rest of my life.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, but
2: what
0: if you picked like the best dance move? But what if you <laughs> like, killed it?
2: You would yeah, rather you
0: would rather it, just
2: not
1: like, try. You would rather just not
0: I mean, try.
2: And I would right. try. But I would definitely fumble.
0: Ah. Uh, well, well. Okay. So you're trying. What's your try? I
2: don't. I don't really know. See what she was. She was see. See what she starts off with, and then think of something. No. Else no. She no. Thought.
1: She's she's lassoing you into the dance circle.
2: I got. I got to start it off.
0: You got to start it off. Something. Anything. I
2: don't really know. I've never really thought about this before i don't know what that da- yeah give, give me give me some dance moves that i could uh
0: so i'm in that situation i'm probably breaking out something safe i don't i, I want to look good i don't want to look like a fool right but she's looking at me so i gotta i gotta put myself out there a little bit i'm pr- hopefully i'm wearing a cowboy hat and a nice button up uh, I want to put my arms over my shoulder somehow, short, short of my traps, that, that I'm, I'm a pretty jacked guy. So I'm hitting the sprinkler. That's what I'm going to go with probably. That is a good I'm in one. The middle of it. I'm, I'm kicking. I'm, I'm 100%. Sprinkling. I'm like, whoa, whoa. whoa
1: what, what?
0: That's what I'm going with. Yeah.
1: The lawn's getting and you know watered. What? <laughs> she <laughs> might not <laughs> like the
0: sprinkler, man. That, that could also be a cringe moment. But hey, man, end of the day, not everybody likes mid-chocolate chip ice cream. And you got to pick a dance move. I'm going with the sprinkler.
1: And if it's cringe, you can always just say one sec, I have to go to the bathroom, and then you just run away really fast.
0: Yeah. You can make it back to your hotel room. Nobody even saw it.
1: Like a ninja. So
0: sprinklers off the table. What's your next go-to?
2: Next go-to? Probably, maybe the lawnmower.
0: Okay. Excellent. Like that. Yeah,
2: Yeah, it's a good one.
0: Break out the lawn. Everybody likes the lawnmower.
2: Yeah, who doesn't like the lawnmower?
0: Yeah. Will you hitting the robot?
1: Um, actually, in this situation, no. Um, mm. I like to do a raise the roof. That's a good one to start. That's a
0: good. excellent. Right. Excellent pick.
1: The the robot so, Rob, isn't time- um is a super like socially good thing to do. <laughs>
0: No, it can cause problems. Oh yeah. Rob you ever been to Max you ever been to Maxfields?
2: Uh no I haven't.
0: Oh. So one time Will took his shirt off, got up on top of the bar and did the robot at Maxfields. Oh yeah. Yeah it was.
1: It's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, it caused a lot of problems.
1: Yeah, it ruined our lives actually.
0: Very good. Couple weeks. <laughs>
1: it was worth it.
2: Totes. <laughs> and we got a video of that.
1: Nah. Yeah, of
2: course.
1: <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> don't ask. There's <laughs> I, I several.
0: Oh, uh, you'll find one. <laughs> you have a. Uh, you have any big closing remarks, Rob? How 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 was your? Was this your first? Ever podcast appearance?
2: Yeah, it has been. Yes.
0: How was it? Any any creative criticism?
2: I mean, it's definitely interesting. I had I didn't know what to expect at all. I mean, it's fun, a little nerve wracking. I was kind of nervous for it. I was like, never really been on a podcast, but it was kind of mm-hmm. fun, very interesting.
1: What are your? Nice. I appreciate. What that. are your biggest takeaways?
2: Um never know what you're going to like like you never know what th- what questions they're going to throw at you some might be very like never. interesting and then some might be like out there I
1: mean mm-hmm. what did you like moving forward did you learn anything did you have any major developments or like ding like light bulb like light bulb like aha moments
2: uh Definitely need to think about like if there was ever like a you know, nuclear event to uh, have cookie dough ice cream on standby just in case. Who and does like that? What do yeah. you
1: th- What do you think the cookie dough ice cream was an analogy for? Um. Hmm. There's no wrong answer to this.
2: No wrong answer. I don't, really, I don't really know what it'd be. Maybe um. Maybe money. Could be. Mm-hmm. What, what, what would you think the cookie, that was uh day?
1: I don't know. I'm baked. Depends on the situation. <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs>
0: JK. Um, yeah. What building are you in right now?
2: I'm in Cowboy.
0: How would I get to that from... Just, like, a general look. So, like, if if a listener was in, say, Syracuse, New York, and they wanted to get to your dorm room, um, how would they do that?
2: I would say first, like, look up an address for Clarkson University and uh, then try to find, like, the little intersection by, like, uh, like the four big buildings and then kind of, like, Walk through that until you see a big sign that says Cowboy on the building
0: And if I were to like Look for your room Number what number should I look for
2: Cowboy uh, 205
0: <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we got him Rob doxed himself <laughs> oh, man. He's doxed yourself bro
1: Come on. Yeah, Internet like, 101. <laughs> yeah, you can't, can't do that. Can't do that. That's the biggest takeaway. lying? <laughs> that would be impressive. Yeah, you you could be.
0: You, you got me because I think that that was your number.
2: Is it my number?
0: Um, I don't know. Take your camera and show me the outside of the <laughs> door. <laughs> <laughs> why would, why Just would I to do prove that, that you... That you <laughs> Proof to prove that you have deceived me.
1: Have you deceived us?
2: I don't know. You have to find out. Maybe you have to take a trip up to uh, Clarkson and find it. Wow. Oh, Might happen. <laughs> Be careful you what you wish hours. for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right.
0: Well, thanks for joining us tonight. Uh, Rob, Master of Deceit, Meyer, Hi, everybody.
1: The mother-